Blog Talk Radio. Reminded me that, um, yeah, I don't stay up late anymore. Oh, yeah, but you don't listen to me, so I don't think it would have made a difference. Oh, man. If looking back in hindsight, man, I might have just said, you know what? One day is good enough. But, anyways, welcome to a special bonus episode of the radio show. Thanks for showing up on uh, late Saturday night. Got. EZ and M16 to help entertain you. And that means if you're listening to us, that means you probably didn't go out tonight. And this is what you've been left with. I hope you're happy with yourself. But, uh, no, we appreciate uh, you uh, checking us out um, on Saturday night here. Um, I just want to explain to uh, people, first off, uh, I want to say, you know, thanks for tuning in once again. But, anyway, what I want to – tell people if this is your first time listening is that we normally do not broadcast on a Saturday or at this time slot. We're just doing a bonus episode because uh, people seem to like the show. Uh, Podcasts have been downloaded uh, about a thousand times in the short span that we've been on the air, about two months. So that, you know, that gets good. And um, Whoa. What? I wasn't expecting the horn. Well, there you go. But um, it was just a way of just, you know, like I said, people seem to like the show. We appreciate that. So we just figured we'd, you know, do something different and switch it up. But usually uh, we broadcast every Tuesday, blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. So it's every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. And what we do is we interview people from all walks of entertainment. From I mean, we've talked to authors, we've talked to singers, rappers, actors, all walks of uh, entertainment who are trying to break into the business. So, you know, we just, we're, we're here to try to help people showcase themselves is what we're here for. But enough about what we do, because the people who listen all the time are like, why are you explaining this? But I'm pretty sure there's some people that are checking us out for the first time, and if they come back looking for us Saturday at 1130, they're not going to find us next week. 
but you can find us Tuesdays. Yes. You can find us Tuesdays, 8 o'clock. That's 7 o'clock Central. Blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. All right. You want to give us a call, you can do that. It's 323-642-1604. Once you hear the show going on in the background, just press 1, and that will let us know that you want to talk. And you can text the show, 678-250-4422. All right, EZ, my man here. Um, we're going to start the show here with something that had kind of been on my mind uh, for a little while and just wanted to, I guess, hear your thoughts about it and see, you know, how you feel about it. Um, I know usually we don't talk sports on this show, but I wanted to bring up something that has to do with sports, but it kind of doesn't. And I wanted to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I bring up the Pittsburgh Steelers because, um, you know, several weeks ago this team hired Michael Vick, and unless you've been living on a rock for the last nine years, you know that Michael Vick was convicted of uh, dogfighting in 2006. Um, the problem that I have with that is that when the Steelers signed Michael Vick, there were over, I think, if, correct me if I'm wrong, EZ, it was uh, 15,000 people that signed a petition that did not want Michael Vick on the team. Now, that's not the first time that a professional franchise has had people protesting someone playing on their team. The problem that I had with that is that people are very choosy with their morality. What I mean by that is is that whether he was found guilty or not or whether it was just accusations, Ben Roethlisberger has a very checkered past when it comes to certain things. And if you ask certain people, some may say that what he's accused of or was accused of is more heinous than dogfight. So, easy. let me ask you. When we talk, talk about morality in sports where people have the audacity to want to petition not to have Michael Vick on their team while being okay with having Ben Roethlisberger, where if you Google some of the things he was into, I mean, before, you know, his whole situation of being suspended, you'd be appalled. Why is it that, first off, people are choose, are so choosy with, with their morality? And the second part of that is, with athletes, why do we try to hold them to this such high standard when we should be holding, you know, senators and mayors and things of that nature to these high standards? Well, to answer the first part of your question, um, I think the reason why Vic, you know, has a huge he, – he he's looked at more uh, closely, I guess, is because he actually went to jail for his crime. You know, uh, Big Ben had the two – you know, he had the motorcycle wreck, and then he had the two rape cases, but he never went to jail for it. And I guess, you know, people like us, we look at it from afar and we go, well, you know, if he didn't go to jail for it, he didn't do it, which we know in the court system today um, it's not always the case. People do get away with stuff. O.J. Simpson comes to mind, Michael Jackson, you know, et cetera. I'm not saying they did it, but that's what people think. Right. But I think, I guess with Vic, it's because, oh, he went to jail for it. You know, he did it. Uh, he, he, You know, he's a bad person, and then Big Ben, he didn't go to jail for it, so it's like, oh, he just got accused of it. He didn't actually do it. Now, whether that's true or not, that's another thing, but hey. Now, 
you, you the second part of the question, why do we look at athletes more than politicians? I mean, honestly, uh, for example, where you live, Atlanta, if you went to Atlanta and was like, you know, who's the quarterback for the Falcons, I'm pretty sure everybody could tell you, you know, Matt Ryan without a hesitation. But if you ask those same people who represents them in Congress, they might have to think about it for a minute. So basically what I'm trying to say is I think we hold athletes to a higher standard, and with that, by doing that, we know more athletes and we pay attention to athletes more. They they get they gain more of our attention than politicians because it seems like every time a politician's in the news, it's because they're doing something stupid or, you know, it's something political. It's the same thing over and over again. So I guess in short, what I'm trying to say is sports are more interesting than politics. So that's why I think we hire, we hold athletes to a higher standard. That answer your question. Even, it does, and it's, it, it makes logical sense, but then it's kind of illogical because you would figure that somebody who's a senator who's representing their state or their district in Washington or, you know, in the government should be more important and more, you know, held to a higher standard because they are – I mean, these guys are just playing – they're playing – I know this is going to sound like an old statement, but they're being paid a king's ransom to play a kid's game, all right? That's basically – where you know where that goes in with that. Now, um, I for, I'm sorry, I, mean, I don't mean to hop all over there. I forgot to mention in the beginning that we got a couple of guests coming on here tonight. Um, we got uh, Bobby Jackson coming on from the Crush Sports Radio. Now, you want to talk about some guys who put it down when it comes to talking about sports. Crush Sports Radio is, um, man, they're right up there with that. And then also, um, we're actually going to bring him in right now, actually, our old buddy slash sometimes nemesis when it comes to light-skinned people, Big Debo from the awesome podcast over at RadioCircus.net. It's called My Black Friend. We're going to go ahead and uh, bring on Big Debo right now. He was cool enough to take some time to hang out with us. I know he only has some limited time here. So we're going to give a good old radio show. Welcome to Big Debo. Bring him on conversation. And, uh, by the way, Bobby Jackson is going to be uh, coming on the show in about 20 minutes. Going on, man. My nigga, my nigga, what's up? What's going on, man? Listen, I don't know if you were listening to the show right from the beginning, um, within the first ten minutes, but um, Deezy and I were talking about what well, we were we, we were talking about how people choose their morality. Where you know Michael Vick was signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers, people mm-hmm. signing petitions because they don't want him on the team, but yet Ben Roethlisberger is on that team. So we were. We were talking about why is it that people choose their morality when it comes to, you know, this type of situation. So what's your feeling on that situation? Easy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Did we lose Evo? I don't know. I can't. He didn't respond. Wow, good old live radio. Can't beat it. Gotta love it. Got to. But, well, before I'm you try were to... introducing Debo, yep. uh, where, where were you on the uh, on this topic? I know you were in the well, middle of saying uh, something before you brought Debo in. Well, my my whole thing with it is that I think we spend a lot 
we spend too much time, we spend too much time, you know, making athletes. I mean, man, listen to some of the interviews that athletes do after games. They, you know, they fake this humility. You know, it's like they can't. I feel like to be truthful, sports should have sports should be a whole like lot, a whole lot like how WWE is. It, it is. I mean, it's not serious. It's a game. But yet we treat it with this reverence like it's religion or something like that. And I just, I don't get with that. Debo, we got you? You back? Yeah, my bad. Okay. No, yeah, did, did, you hear saying, um, did you hear anything I said? No, didn't hear anything. <laughs> it was late. I just got work. But, um, so uh, I was saying um, it's funny to me how people can basically just they can overvalue what Vic did and say Vic is such a horrible person and he killed a, a defenseless animal and Big Ben can sit there and force himself onto women and think that it's okay. And they, they can say, Well it, he didn't get he didn't it, it wasn't proven. Like, I don't give a fuck what you said. Like, for you to settle out of court for any means means you did it. It means you did it. Once you settle out of court or whatever the circumstances are, once you once you once you make that move, you are forever marked as a rapist in my book, anyways. And I find it funny that people can over devalue what he did and say, oh well, you know, it wasn't proven, and these chicks just wanted money. And then say, oh, well, Vic killed the dog. No, that's that's bullshit to me. That's bullshit to me. It's hard for you to believe, it's hard for me to believe that some of the shit isn't based on race, especially up there, up top in Pittsburgh, where, you know, um, there's a very strong Irish population in Pittsburgh. And everybody knows Irish people are some of the most racist motherfuckers you ever meet. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I fuck that. I, I find that hard to believe, that you can sign a petition about a guy who not only... It's not like Vic killed dogs and he was it – was, it's not like he's O.J. Simpson, right? He actually right. did his time. He went and served his fucking time. He like, did. He even what, went, he even went into jail. He even went into jail early, you know? Yeah. So I don't I – don't, this was that, – that part was confusing to me. It's like, you know, what convicted felon – I mean, unfortunately, that's what he is. But what, what other job place where, you know – you come into work where people are petitioning you not to go to work. Like, what sense does that make? It makes no sense. I guarantee you will never go to a Applebee's and order chicken fingers and find out that the man cooking your chicken fingers is an ex-con and say, I don't want this shit and leave. You don't care who the guy is. You don't care who is back there cooking your food. It's okay for him to have one of those jobs. But But he can't throw footballs. At my favorite wide receiver, on a team that I have literally no ties to, other than the fact that I maybe grew up in the town that they represent, That's or it. they just have uh, uh, famous players that I like on this team. You know, you're not even a part owner. Are you doing? Bought a jersey. You some schmuck. They bought a jersey off the street. The same fucking jersey that's probably not even authentic. You didn't buy it from the store. You fucking bought it out of somebody's uh, <laughs> uh, trunk. You're not even contributing to the revenue of the team, right? Right. But it's okay for you to say, no, well, Vic can't fucking play for my team. Fuck that. That's stupid. 
It's dumb to me. I think it's ridiculous. It's hard for you to believe it's not related to race. That was my, I mean, that was the basis of my point that the people who are these, and Easy and I, we had like a, it wasn't really a, I can't even call it an argument. We didn't argue about it. It was just like a discussion that, and he brought up a good point. He said, well, well, I mean, you know, most people don't know who their senator is or who, who the mayor is and stuff like that. And that's, that's the problem holding these athletes. These athletes are out here to raise your children. You know, that's yeah. not what they're here for. But yet people do it like, oh, that's the only person you can look up to is the guy who, uh, who plays for the Steelers or, you know, it's this guy because he plays sports. It's Derrick Rose. It's this guy. It's not how it should work, but yet that's how it works. But of course, I mean, of course I feel like there was racism involved in that. I mean, it's plain to see because nobody was pro. I mean, it, it's probably, it's always some type of hate groups. I'm not hate groups, but it's always some type of groups out there that are protesting certain things. But if I'm not mistaken, if people were protesting about Roethlisberger, you didn't hear any of that. They didn't. That wasn't they, it, it wasn't many. It wasn't many. It, it, it was, I can guarantee you it wasn't a lot of folks that protested. And as soon as it happened, okay, let's just look, let's look at the most, I think, Right now, the most famous athlete that would probably be under fire right now, at least, at least this year, is Tom Brady, right? Who's a proven cheater. Not only is he a right. proven cheater, he's a liar, right? He fucking yep. lied. <laughs> and he tampered with evidence, which makes him a fucking criminal, right? But no, but you, 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 you ask any white person from New England, oh, he has no guilt. Nothing, he did nothing wrong. You ask the same white people about Adrian Peterson from last year, and he's the scum of the fucking earth. You ask them about well, Ray Rice from last year, they're the scum of the fucking earth. It's, I'm not saying what they did wasn't bad, right? I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know bad. what your views are on, on whooping on ch- a children or a child. Or anything yeah, like that, I, mean, but, what, I mean, we're jumping off, but what Adrian Peterson did, I'm just not sure what that child could have possibly done that bad to get an ass whooping that bad. And I think it was Ray a situation Rock- where he just, he kind of just, he lost it. Because I, I'm going to be honest with you, my parents, my father was a big guy. Like, you know I'm a big guy. And my right. dad was a, was a big guy. And I, he wouldn't whip me every day. He wouldn't whip me all the time. He, he, I, I can count on one hand how many assholes I got from him. But they were the most severe assholes I ever fucking got in my life. The last one being was just probably child abuse by today's standards, right? But, but I mean, but getting the even, switch, getting the switch off the tree, like, I mean, I'm not saying I want to I mean, whip my child with a switch. I'm but, saying I've been there. That's the thing. I've been there too, Debo. I mean, easy. I don't know if you've experienced that, but yes, I've had to go pick I've, my own I've switch. I've been there. I've been there. Yes. And I've told, like I told you, man. I said, you know, our, our mom, our mom's hitting us at full strength is nothing compared to Adrian Peterson <laughs> hitting his yeah. child at full strength. Like, that's We're, like 100 he's, pounds worth. Even, he's you know, not even hitting him at full strength, though. Like, okay. And that's the thing. It's, We're faulting Adrian Peterson for being an athlete and being a physically fit guy for whooping he's, his child. He's known as having a death grip handshake. So if he's going to town on his kid and he's irritated with, it ain't going to look good going to be bad. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that he – I think that he probably could have benefited from calming down. And I'm not saying he didn't take it too far. I'm not saying he didn't. He probably did. He probably beat the fucking brakes off that kid. But, but from the reports from what I read, and, they, you know, obviously 
Everything on the internet you can't believe. You take it with a grain right. of salt. But from what I read, the kid was pretty fucking bad, right? He needed an ass with him. I would whoop that ass. See, this is the thing. Athletes need to just come to me and let me whoop their kid's ass. I'll charge them a very nominal fee, and it'll be the quickest ass whooping, and they'll learn their lesson. I think that's what it should be. I would have took their charge with so it. This would have called so me. New, this nigga would have never went to jail. So we're starting a so we're starting a new a new business where we're spending millionaires' kids. But oh think about God. it. it we're, we're selling the results in the future yeah. and how productive yeah. these children will be after the Debo ass whippings because that's what we're gonna call. Yeah. It. And it's well, gonna be a real ass whipping too, bro. I'm talking about beating the brakes off that ass. That's why I'm picking your ass up off the fucking ground so you can't run to get this ass whipping. But here, okay, like that here's, kid is gonna say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. So like, let's go ahead, go upstairs. Let's let's go ahead and put this in perspective for one second because I had a I had a a discussion slash argument with one of my co-hosts on Tuesday about how this race thing where all you have to do is be black. And here's the clearest point that I can give you. And like I said, Debo, I know that you you um you only had a little bit of time. I appreciate you giving us some of it, but the Owner for the Colts, Jim Ursay, was caught with enough dope that would have sent you, me, EZ, and all the people listening to the show to jail for years. Right. Where is he now? Free. And all Free he got was shit. suspended. Yeah. That's all I'm That's saying. That's all they get. Like, it's, it's racism. Like, you can't sit here and tell me that race doesn't play a role in what these people fucking think and feel because it does. And I, and, and I don't want to be that. Guy. I, I swear I didn't want to be that that guy because you know we laugh and joke on this show sometimes, but sometimes you know you got to get serious and you got to talk about stuff. The way uh, Tuesday we spoke about um, the situation with um, uh, man, easy is escaping my mind. Jog my memory, man. George we were talking Zimmer, about George Zimmer situation. So th- I want to I want to leave off with this particular example, and I'm doing this not to take a shot at my my co-host because this is what we do around. But I just wanted to put this out here. All right, these are two old stories, but I saw this post and I just wanted to bring it up. The heir to the Dupont company, well, you know, that makes the uh, they make like vacuums and all type of household stuff. Okay. The air and for all the white listeners, this, the car that Jimmy Johnson drives or Jeff Gordon, one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, he said our white listeners, like all two of them. Yeah, it's like six it, of them. They all clicked up. Hey, you, hey, you can't, well, it, you can't leave them out, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. But anyway, he was convicted. I want to use this word. He was convicted of rape. All right, his <laughs> daughter, for God's sake. All right. Um, I, I'm trying to look at the article. Well, she's a toddler, okay? So let's say three and under, all right? No. But the judge said that he was given a suspended sentence because he, quote, would not fare well in jail. Okay? Uh, you may yeah, I'm now, over this. I'm over this. I'm now done. You flip, I'm done. Now, you flip, now, listen. Now, you flip that, and we're talking about this other story where this man, there's a man, the black guy, who... Stole thirty five dollars worth of ribs from a grocery store. Now he had a shit, bruh. And he'll have time to think about those ribs because for doing that he got fifty years in prison. For some ribs? They said it was based on his past because he had other things on his resume. 
I'm 50 years. So there's your example right there. White guy rapes his toddler daughter. Hey, no problem. Suspend the sentence because you won't fare well in jail. Well, guess what? I wouldn't fare well in jail either. But if I touch a kid, I'm going to jail, man. If you do what because you're, you're black. going to jail, easy, you're going to jail. Yes. That's all that matters. Because you're black. Because you're black. That's it. Yo, and that's, that's the whole point of this whole thing. That's, and that's the point it's I was trying to make Tuesday was that, you know, when uh, a pers- a white person does go to jail, it's it's more of as an example, like, okay, y'all, uh, it's about that time. We have to send one of y'all to jail to, sh- to show that we're not racist or anything like that. It, it just it throws off that vibe, you know. Uh, Bernie yeah. Madoff always come with that example because there were so many executives like him in that power that have done fraudulent things in their corporations like that. Yet none of them went to jail except him because it was just kind of like, all right, we're going to make an example out of this guy, you know. And the, and you're exactly a, right. I had an argument with a, a, a former white um, listener of ours a couple of weeks back. And the, all of this is through fucking Skype. And so he was actually, um, I made some argument about, I, I forget, I can't even remember. But basically he was asking me how does it feel to always be able to play that, uh, the Trump, the, the ultimate Trump card, which is the race card. And I mm-hmm. said, well, I don't understand how you could say, I'm playing the race card. There is no such thing as a race card. I said, either things are affected by race or they're not. Well, no, you play the race card by doing this. I said, let me explain something to you. You would never say, as a white man, you would never say that I, you would never say um, a Jewish person is playing the race card. You would never say that. No white person would ever say that. You want to know why? Because the Jewish community will come down on them so hard and label them an anti-Semite and destroy whatever business, ownership, whatever they have, they will boycott it and they will have no financial backing. They will have nothing. You can never say anything bad about a Jewish person and you can never say that a Jewish person is playing a race card. How is it that you can fix your lips and tell me that I'm playing a race card when it's basically the same thing that a Jewish person does? How is there a double standard there? I mean, these these examples are extremely it's blatant. It's blatant. All right, give me a second here. Um, we're gonna uh, take a break here in a second. We, we got a, uh, somebody who wants to get us something off their chest, so we're gonna go to them and see what's going on there. Four four one two area code. You're on the radio show. What's happening? What's going on? What's going on? Look, okay, this which I know I don't I don't know what our topic was. But I just called a radio show. I, I figured this is what the show that I was trying to get on. Uh, I just didn't get off your chest. So uh, I'm sitting here with a friend of mine, and like it's not on topic as y'all. It's not on topic, but this is a question I got for the world. So um, Eve, okay, so okay, my friend, she's on her. Um, how can I say? You know that. You know that thing of the month. Everything of the month. So she says to me, when I get to heaven, I'm going to punch Eve in the face. And I'm like, why are you going to punch Eve in the face? She said, because the bitch never would have never ate the apple. I probably would have never had a fucking period. I said, that, you know what, that's a good thought to me. So I got a question for y'all. Is In heaven, is Eve like the monocle of whiskey of the heaven? Like, you know, like, bitch, you fucked everything up. Like, how do y'all feel about that? <laughs> Jesus. Shit. 
All right, thank, uh, yeah, oh, Jesus. Thanks for the call. We'll try to figure that one out there. All right. I that's actually <laughs> interesting. I like that. I mean, is she like Monica Lewinsky? Hey, that's, that's a, I mean, I, I guess, right? Mm. I mean, she probably is not the friend. She probably isn't friends with everybody. But I mean, she probably got a clique of folks, right? I mean, I'm not going to villainize her as just a bad person. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're I mean, gonna, a lot um, of people that. Yeah, um, yeah, wow. Let's just not. Yeah, let's just not. Thank, thanks for the call. Appreciate you listening. Um, <laughs> Devo, man, appreciate you coming on, man. Like I said, I know you had, like, limited time, so just taking a second to come shoot the breeze with us. You know, I appreciate it, man. Oh, man, real I was quick. planning to stay longer, but I I had to work. They called me into work tonight, and then uh, me and my partner, uh, Danny, are doing a uh, – we're starting a new thing now. Where we're doing a, a Heroes recap. Do you watch Heroes? Just killed the whole thing, didn't I? I could have just played along, but uh, no, I don't watch it. No, man, he would have asked you a really detailed that. question, and you would have been yeah, screwed we're doing, <laughs> we're doing a Heroes recap, so that's what we, uh, we're doing right now. So he uh, actually is waiting on me. Um, I told him I had to do this thing first. So. This is a part of the time, you know? No, I, pre- I appreciate it, man. I, I really do, and uh, we'll, we'll be in touch soon again. We'll talk again, man, because we've got some stuff to talk about. So I appreciate your thoughts, and uh, – Y'all check out Big Debo. Um, the podcast is My Black Friend. It's awesome. All right. Radiocircus.net is where you can find it. Appreciate it, brother. No problem. Real quick before I go, uh, your Saints is 0-3 and, and my Falcons are 3-0. and 0. Suck it, nigga. And then he just dropped Damn. the mic. Damn. Damn. Whatever. And he just drops the mic on that. But anyway. Um, hey, we have a Super Bowl ring, though. We do. They don't. Argument over, uh-huh. but anyway, we gotta um, we're gonna come back in a second with Bobby Jackson from the Crush Sports Radio. We're gonna shoot the breeze with him about some things and some stuff. Get him involved in our conversation. All right. So right now, though, we're gonna educate you on something because Easy's got something to tell you. I do. If I can get to it. All right. This portion Jeez. of the radio right. show is brought to you by. Nick Sweet, which has you covered for sweet treats and party favors for all occasions. For orders, you can email NickSweet at gmail.com or text 405-547-0824. And make sure you follow at NickSweets on Instagram and like her page on Facebook. Awesome. I didn't so you that, appreciate did that. No, you did not. And she gets a stamp of approval because she's from the crib. You know, when you're from Louisiana, I want to oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, automatic that. stamp of approval. Yeah. Just, I don't even, because, I haven't even I tried think, nothing. No, it's awesome. But just because you're from Louisiana doesn't mean you can cook, but that does not apply to her. She's awesome. So we appreciate that. All right. I don't know if you could tell or not from that first segment because it was all heavy and stuff and things, but around here we play underground music. We help support local artists, whatever, you know, trying to get themselves together and get themselves out there. So we help them do that. So we're going to play a song from yeah. uh, one of our underground artist buddies. What's up? You got something? Well, no, I was just going to say, say something. You know, yeah, when they get on MTV and they have a fire documentary, we can be the ones in the side scenes that be like, yeah, I knew, insert name here. You know, when they were coming up and blah, 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 you know, I always wanted to be a part of that. So, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so what we're going to do here, uh, we're going to play a song from, um, actually, uh, it was our guest uh, this past Tuesday, uh, artist by the name of BD3 coming out of Brooklyn, New York. All right, we're going to play this song. It's called You Should Know. All right, so you guys check that out. Let us know how you feel about it. You can text us, 678-250-4422. And if you want to give us a call, you can do that as well, 323-642-1604. And remember, you're not listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. Yeah.
there is a choice, but danger is really real. The only worry I have is the power of my will. We will shine bright, and we will find light. And when I die, I don't put aside a will to provide rights. Don't keep your eyes closed, see the glory of what the God chose as we take a journey down life's road. I've been feeling like you ain't showing Show. All right, you got M16, that will be me. And you got Easy, that will be him. And right. we're hanging out with you. That was a song by an artist by the name of BD3. All right, that song is called You Should Know. We play the underground here on the radio show, so we appreciate you checking him out. And his information is on our Facebook page. You should like us. We're called the radio show. Hit that like button. We got all the artists on there. Uh, we got a link to our website and everything to. Uh, you know, check us out, man. If you know an artist who's out there who's looking for, uh, obviously, if you're an artist and you're not looking for radio play, you need to quit. Like, don't do music. But if you're interested in that, you should hit us up. Send us your stuff. The Radio Show 2015 at com is where you would send that. All right? You want to, you know what, Easy? I'm almost afraid to give out the phone number again, man. You know what? We need a little bit of randomness. I think you should give out the number. We do the random at the end of the show. But anyway, 323-642-1604 if you would like to give us a call. On something the show. what we're talking about. You can text the show, 678-250-4422. All right, just putting that out there for you. All right, thanks to Big Devo from My Black Friend over at RadioCircus.net for joining us in the first segment. What we want to do is give a huge radio show applause and welcome in a friend of mine for, God, more than a decade, uh, one of the hosts of the Crush Sports Radio. Yes, give it up. We want to host Bobby Jackson. This show comes on every Monday. I don't want to mess up the time, Bobby. What time do you guys come on on Mondays? Uh, it's Monday and Tuesdays uh, from 8 to 10 p.m. All right, and where's, where where can they find you at? And um, and that's on Sensation Station Network. It's ssnatl.com, um, and I'll make sure we give that out again. But but before we go any further, first of all, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Yeah. I, I'm loving I'm loving the format, man. I, I am a huge fan of hip hop, man. I love that y'all pushing the independent cat. Uh keep, keep it up, man. This this is necessary. This is this is needed. I, I appreciate that. And you know that means a lot coming from you and you know, I'm you know, we're having a love fest here in the beginning before we get into everything, but you know, I'm proud of what everything that you've been doing with your show and everything. So let's just keep it moving, man. Maybe we'll all be on the same station one of these days. Who knows? I'm glad this started off peaceful. Yep. It's about to go south. Now, before we get yeah. into what we were going to talk to you about, I know you were listening earlier um, about what we were talking about, uh, about the race, you know, situation when it comes to um, choosing what your, you know, where your moralities are. So I'm, I know you got an opinion on that, and I know we don't want to run that subject into the ground, but I couldn't let that go by without seeing how you felt about what we were talking about earlier. Now, I'll, I'll be honest, I caught it halfway through. Kind of give me a, a brief refresher. I'm not speaking purely ignorant. I don't to touch the whole Eve call. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave the caller yeah. where where they yeah, are. Yeah, but yeah. what we were basically talking about is, is that uh, people uh, sometimes have selective memory when it comes to certain things. We were talking about how, you know, several weeks ago, the Pittsburgh Steelers fans were protesting Michael Vick. Uh, concerning dogfighting, but you don't hear anything about Roethlisberger. And now, isn't it funny how the things work, is that the Steeler fans, at least for the next four to six weeks, Michael Vick is what they got, man. So yeah. what's, what's your feeling on how people choose morality when it comes to athletes to hold them to this sort of high standard? Um, I, I guess first and foremost, karma's a bitch. Uh, you can, you can, and, and to quote common, and I heard man, somebody, amen to that, dude. Oh, oh, you know those those cats in Pittsburgh, and you know how we are, man. We we get this high chair, you know, I'm I'm greater than you, you know, type mentality because we can sit around the house and you know think we can call every play or be the whatever. Did we lose that? So you know, I I kind of know another one disappeared. Uh oh. You there? Bobby didn't. Yeah. Bobby, you there? Yeah, I'm still with you. Okay. It's like it kind of cut out there for a second, but. Oh, oh okay. My please. Yeah. Uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, man, when we got this, hero worship has always been around, you know, from gladiators to, to warriors to what have you. So I understand the, the fantasy and how people get caught up in the athlete. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, you, you got to be your own hero, man. You, you got to be number one on your list for, for you and yours. And uh, be the best person you can be, man, and let the chips fall where they may. That, that's just kind of my mentality on it. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, and then I'm going to jump off this race thing, but it, it just, it, I don't know, it just, it just, the whole thing just irritated me that you choose to boycott the guy. And for the dog and animal lovers out there, I'm not trying to make light of, of dog fighting. It's not cool. But we're talking, again, It's we're talking about dog fighting or, a guy accused of raping a woman. You you choose which one is more important because they're not on the same level. I don't care what you say. They're both bad, but they're not the same. Well, and I will I will say this, and and I'll probably leave it alone after that. Um, when you're talking rape and you're talking racism, both of those have one thing in common. Um, it's about power. Period. So it's not necessary that necessarily that these people believe that raping a woman is better or worse than um, 
stealing a dog, um, what it's about is I have to make sure if I'm holding that power structure up, if I'm a part of that power structure, I have to do any and everything that I can to maintain that level of power. Um, and that includes keeping those who are of or like me um, in a very good light versus those who don't look like me uh, in a very negative light. Um, because that, at the end of the day, it, it's about power and it's about control, period. No, I, I definitely see your um, your point with that. Like I said, I didn't want that, that to, you know, go by without, you know, getting your um, uh, opinion on that. So in, I guess, moving along, moving to a different subject and talking about you and the show that you guys do uh, sports-wise, um, what would, what would you say, you know, in the time that you guys have been doing the show, what was the main, I guess, obstacle that you felt like you had to overcome to get a steady audience? What was the main roadblock that was um, in front of you to grab an audience and keep people engaged? Um, I, this, this might sound a little cliche, uh, but you really got to be uh, – Sure of yourself. You, you got to know who you are and, and be confident in that. It's, there is a thin line between confidence and arrogance, uh, and, and you got to walk it like a tightrope. Um, when we first started the show, we were on a different uh, network, um, Orange Room Radio. Uh, and, you know, Internet radio, it, it's still kind of burgeoning. It's still, still kind of new. You know, so it's, it's, it's not like turning your dial on your radio in the car. You know, people have, you know, got to log in, they got to, you know, find you, they got to, you know, click in here. It's a little bit different. Um, and when we first started out, it was it was rough, dude. I mean, it was rough. I'm talking sometimes it was just us. That that was the listeners, those of us who were in the studio. Um, and that, and E. Glaze, who was the, uh, the founder, really, he started the whole show. Uh, myself uh, and my man, Vincent, um, were the first ones in. And really, it was hard. Sometimes it was times, like I said, he was there by himself trying to do a two-hour show. Um, and then he brought on his man, Maceo. These these guys played ball together at Morris Brown. And at that point, the show began to turn. Um, Maceo Heard, uh, for anybody who's in the Atlanta area, probably knows who Maceo Heard is. Um, very well known throughout the city. Um, and just came on with a whole different energy, a whole different vibe just kind of re-energized the show, took off with some arrogance and some cockiness and said, hey, we're going to do this, and here we go. Uh, and at, at that point, you know, we never looked back. Now, sometimes you need that. Uh, and it's interesting that you said that because um, it, it's something that I have been dealing with. And, you know, I don't have any problem saying this on the air. It was an easy gets on me and the rest of our co-hosts who, who are normally on the show uh, will get on me about that is that sometimes you can't be – surprised at your success and sometimes you have to be you have to have that chip on your shoulder that you kind of felt like it was going to happen like that and I, I was struggling with that um with this with this show because um the response that we've been getting is kind of overwhelming and at first it was surprising and then easy gave me some good advice he was like stop being surprised and just enjoy it and that's good advice yeah hey that's all right good. That's right. Hey, I listen to you. There you go. See, I listen to you. Uh, in case you just tuned in, we're talking to Bobby Jackson from the Crush Sports Radio. All right, you check them out every Monday and Tuesday. All right. So, 
of course, since you're on a sports show, we have to uh, we have to bring up sports at this point. Now, in case you hadn't or you don't know, Bobby Jackson is a staunch is a loyal. I was I was, I was wondering how long you was gonna try to avoid this whole topic. I was wondering. I was, I was looking at my watch. Uh, he's he's borderline sickening, but he is a loyal Atlanta Falcons fan. He's driving the bandwagon, so people. I I give Bobby credit. He's not even on the on the bandwagon because he's been around for no. many years. No, if, if you're if you're driving the bandwagon, that means you're like you've been there from day one. Like you actually bought it. You know, you're. I, I look at it as more not being a fake fan. You're actually just you know you're loyal. And he is. But, he is, including um, the uh, the uh, 2012 NFC Championship game where the Falcons blew the biggest lead in the history of that game. But anyway, here we go. <laughs> I, so I gotta I, so I gotta put this at him because man, this this rise up stuff is really just is killing my timeline. But realistically, how good is that team? How good are the Falcons? Honestly, I, I still don't know. Um, when I when we looked at the schedule this year. Uh, you know, you got Dan Quinn coming in uh, from Seattle, um, you know, the D coordinator. Um, you know, back-to-back NFC titles, one Super Bowl win in. And I'm looking and seeing kind of the you – know, I, I know this is such an overused, contrite word sometimes, but the, the swag that he brought in, uh, which was kind of necessary. It, it was, you know, Atlanta's often been tagged, and rightfully so, as being soft, um, as, as not having really the, the guts to do what needs to be done. So I looked at the schedule, and I, and I saw the first four games, and I said, honestly, if we can come out of here at 500, we'll be in good shape. Uh, I don't think any Atlanta fan saw us coming out of here at 3-0 and right now, possibly 4-0 and against a kind of decrepit uh, Texan team tomorrow. So nobody saw that. People had Philly picked on paper to win the NFC this year. Um, of course, the NFC East is supposed to be the toughest conference, um, and we have pretty much walked through that conference so far. Three combined victories, so I'm not I'm not saying we you know it's been a cakewalk. Uh, but when that offense gets to clicking, too many weapons to stop, too many weapons to stop, and it's the defense which has been the Achilles heel for us for I know since Fulton County Stadium, um, that's actually playing on, on all cylinders. Well, not even all cylinders right now, and that's what's scary. They aren't even fully running yet, and they're still sitting at three and zero. So it's a good look. It, I, we, we don't know how, it, how much, how good it can. It, it's funny. It's funny you brought that up, Bobby, because I tell M16. Well, I told M16 this for a long time. You know, number one, I think Julio Jones is literally the son of God. Like he's great. He's the best receiver right. in the league. Nobody can stop him. And I always told him. I said, you know, M16, if they just get a defense. That, that bends but doesn't break, like can get stops and just have Matt Ryan throw it to Julio Jones all day, they can be a they can win a Super Bowl. And he's like, nah, don't say that. And I'm like, I know, I know it's, it's – we don't want to hear that. We don't want to see it. But I, do you think that defense is the defense that can complement uh, the Falcons' offense and actually get to the Super Bowl? Or is that, um, or is that a few years away? You know what? The NFL, man, it's it's such a finicky league. Um, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, you you play it in quarters, you know, and for the first quarter, 
of the season, we're looking pretty good. We're going to try to do the same thing, second, third, and fourth quarter. And all you want to do is get to the playoffs. If you can get there, anything can right. happen. Right, and it's, it's a it's an open try. thing. I mean, the New York the yeah. New York Giants are the perfect example of that. You know, exactly. if you get in, you can do whatever. Snuck in, they wild carded, you know, embarrassed us at home, uh, and then walked their way into a Super Bowl. You know, so yeah, just just get there, and if you played well enough. Uh, to get there, avoid the crazy injuries. You know, uh, I'm like you. Julio looks like the son of God. Let's just hope he don't get crucified because that dude is injury prone. Right. So, right. Because I think, <laughs> I mean, to me, to me, he makes the team because um, well, it wasn't last year, but the year before, you know, y'all were around 500, and then he got hurt, uh-huh. and then y'all just went to to shit basically. Yeah. I, I call him the great. I call him the great duct tape, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but that's what he is because if you take him off that team, what do you have? Now, Bobby, you and I have argued about this for years. I yes, think Matt have. Ryan is a – I think Matt Ryan is just an average quarterback. He is just okay. He's pedestrian. He will win you regular season games all day long, but when it matters, he might as well be Tony Romo. He's no good. But you give him a weapon like that, where all you got to do is get it near him, you're dangerous. It scares me. Yeah. I don't like it a damn bit. I don't. And if people are wondering why I don't want to see the Atlanta Falcons, I'm going to tell you why I don't want to see them go anywhere. Because I'm a New Orleans Saints fan, and so is EZ. We don't like y'all. We hate you. Yeah, but we want you to we, lose. And, and nothing, nothing hurts more than to see those guys at 3-0 and atop of the division with Carolina and us – praying to God that we can beat a half-broken Dallas team on Sunday. It just – it's not right. And to there's be honest, one, there's one we, thing, if we have Bobby you, on here – Wait, I can't – I didn't there's hear you. One, there's one thing that hurts worse than that, easy. One thing and one thing only. And that's watching your absolute hated rival win a freaking Super Bowl. It's, a, it's the most <laughs> gut-wrenching, nasty – Decrepit feeling you could ever imagine. And, so, yeah, you know, least, and at least you don't have to swallow it, that. It, yeah, it, but it's, you know, I'm one of those guys. It, it's like whoever's a Dallas Cowboys fan, I'm talking to you. You know, they, they haven't won a championship since like I was two, so they always bring up the past. And I feel like that's what we, as Saints fans, that's what we're going to, um, you know. We keep bringing up on nothing. We keep bringing up our one Super Bowl, but you know what? What, what would happen if you guys won a Super Bowl? Then we have nothing to brag about. You know, I mean, I mean we can say we we did it first, and you know what? It's easy. It's funny. It's funny that you said that because, uh, man, listen. You know it's bad when your wife gets on you when she's like, "Okay, dude, that was six years ago." Let's right. focus on what's going on. It did, it did not. Right this it day. did not happen yesterday. It did, you know. And I, I, I pick on Cowboys fans because they, they are like, you know, if you know any, if you're NFL savvy, you know that that is the one fan base that loves to bring up the past because that's all they live on right now. You know, at least the Steelers have a recent championship. You know, the Patriots have a recent championship, so they can like talk about that. But the Cowboys haven't won nothing since '95. Or correct me if I'm wrong, '95, right? That's correct. Uh, that's about right. Right. Yep. So, so you can't 
you can't brag about that. But um, I mean, but we we can't go as far as to say Atlanta's in the elite category, right? They're not in Green Bay's territory, right? Oh no, not yet. Not yet. Can't yet. Can't say that. You gotta you gotta love a fan that's honest. You gotta love the people. Well, this is this is why they get you know Bobby gets respect, and this is why the Crush Sports Radio is doing well because they're not just giving you homer talk. Yes, they're fans of their respective teams, but what type of credibility do you have if you're just an outright homer? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, we're not going 13 and 0 the rest of the season. That's not happening. Right, it's right. just realistic. It's, it, it's just what, what, it's just the was, way it is. Sixteen. What was the term I used for uh, for Bobby earlier when it came to this post? I forgot. It was a. What did I what did I call him? Sixteen. Oh uh, man, I'm I'm sorry. You know, it's like way past. Like this is like way past my bedtime. And again, I'm trying to figure man, out I came up, when. I, look, look. Basically, Bobby, I came up with like the perfect definition for you because, like, it. You know, I, I look at your Facebook and I'm just like. His opinions are so spot on. Like, like you back up every opinion with facts or something that almost can't be argued. Like, I'm so amazed by your Facebook post, I, just, I must say. And I, I came up with a term for you, and I cannot think of it to save my life right now. But when it comes to you, man, let me know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. I, I got to see this. Right, right. Uh, and I know Will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, we're talking to Bobby Jackson, the Crush Sports Radio, every Monday and Tuesday. And what's the website again? Bob, we're going to have to post that up. But what's the website again? Yeah, you can go on uh, Sensation Station Network, uh, which is ssnatl.com, or you can uh, go on the TuneIn app and uh, just uh, search Sensation Station Network. Uh, Radio not dumbed down. That's kind of the tagline there. So that's what we do. Um, always having some live guesting. Um, you know, we've had everybody from – uh, ADs from uh, local programs to uh, NFL athletes, Super Bowl winners. Um, you know, we, we've had a lot of people come through, man, and it's been a lot of fun. Even even a couple of R&B and hip-hop stars, man, just popped their heads or uh, hung out with us for a while. So um, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's wide open. We pull no punches. You know, people who have sat in with us was like, yo, we could do this all day with y'all. It's like, you know, just it's, it's a home – just kind of home environment. We want people to kick their feet up and get comfortable with us. Um, and, and, and we ask some tough questions, but, you know, we're not trying to embarrass people, man. Our thing is there's so many shows out here that want to make, and I'll say it, uh, especially black athletes look bad. Um, and our job, man, is to, to spotlight, you know, some of the, some of the great things that our, our brothers and sisters are doing out here, uh, even from the athletic world where they, they want to call them dumb jocks or, you know, whatever. Uh, nah, nah, that's not how we get down. So, uh, yeah, love, love for y'all to check us out, man, and uh, just kind of let you let us know what you think. Yeah, I tell you from uh, experience, um, you know, listening into the show. Um, like I said, minus uh, man, the, a couple of nights I I happened to listen, man, it was heavy on the Falcon talk, and I just couldn't take it. But <laughs> it's in, it's in, it's informed, it's fact based. And it's similar to the radio show where you have several guys who are friends who are letting you in on their conversation. 
It's the same conversation that you're having with your buddies, except you're more than welcome to sit in and listen in on it. And that's what they're delivering, and it works, and that's why they're popular, and that's why they had uh, so many people at their at their uh, watch party that they had last weekend for the Cowboys and Falcons. Now, I had a problem when I saw it. I didn't want to mention it because obviously the Saints weren't playing in there, but somebody said for the game of the year. So I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, what game are they talking about? Because they can't be talking about this Dallas Atlanta game. Uh, but well, I saw the I got to let you know a little bit about just a little bit about that. That that's because both of our, our co-hosts, Eglaze um, and Mace, uh, are on complete ends of the spectrum. We don't still don't understand exactly how Maceo, who was born and raised in Atlanta, became a Cowboy fan. Um, but, but for well, what was that? What was that party like? Like, that game, oh. like, I'm pretty sure the Cowboys fans for, like, the whole first half into the fourth quarter were, like, talking the, the most shit ever. And then y'all just kind of sat there at the end and just looked at them, like, with that look. Huh? That's how it went? Yeah, it, it was it was incredible. Uh, I'll be very honest with you, man. Uh, Got to give some love to, to Sweet Lounge uh, ATL, man, where we held the, the watch party. Um, and my man, Walt Jordan, uh, who got everything set up for us, uh, Icon in the city. But, yeah, watching those Dallas fans come in, man, with the stars on their shirts and the bartender had special Dallas drinks going. And it was just, you know, watching. I'm like, this is my city. How are you doing this in my city? Um, But, hey, you know, ATL showed up big time. And as that game progressed, we were down 14 nothing in a blink. Um, You know, we have a way of making pedestrian players look like Hall of Famers. That's one of our knocks in this city. Uh, and we, we they were doing it with Whedon and Randall last week. But uh, the only quote I gave, because I'm getting texts from people in Dallas, you know, just talking and da-da-da, I said, hey, it's early. Just hang in. It's early. Uh, because, you know, Brandon Whedon, he is what he is, and you've got to know that. So, hey, it's my turn. You know, we laughed. We drank. We played. We laughed again. We kept laughing because uh, it just kept getting bad. So uh, it was a great time, though, man. It was fun to have all. And one of the best things that happened is they had a little side bet going, and uh, we had Maceo, Mr. Dallas fan himself, who had to don the red and black uh, old-school Michael Vick jersey. Uh, the Falcon had, and we had him standing on the corner of Lucky Street and Ivan Allen Boulevard doing the Dirty Bird. So... <laughs> This just kind of how to crush this oh, okay. man. All right, so safe. I got to admit it here, and I'm going to do it on, on on our own air here, that, and easy, I told you about this already. I don't know if the rest of our crew knows about this, but I have a bet with uh, a, it's a, man. Okay, so here's how it goes, all right? Okay. The bet is for the October 15th game, Saints-Falcons. If the Saints win, the um, the person I have a bet with is a, is a, uh, is a management at a uh, high-level corporation, right, has to wear oh, yeah. a Saints jersey. They're going to plaster the picture of it all over the office. But if I lose, oh, wow, I have to don the red and black <laughs> and take a picture. All right, and I know find this way on social media if I lose this bet. So we cannot lose this game on the 15th because I'm a man of my word. I'm gonna pay up. If I lose, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I agreed I was gonna do, and it can't happen. 
<laughs> what what size you wear, Rob? Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You better uh, than me, man. Uh, you better now, than I, me, dude. I mean, once again, it was it, it was my wife that did it. She said, "Hey, you cannot not take this bet. You have faith in your team all the time. If you don't, it looks like you don't have faith in them. You take that bet." So I took the bet. Am I confident in it at this point? I don't know how I feel about it, but that's why they play the game. It's us and them, and it's always a crazy game. Always. You just never know. If if there's anybody on our schedule that worries me, it is certainly Carolina uh, because Cam just seems to have our number year in, year out. Cam Newton. Speaking of people uh, that came straight from Jesus. You're right. Uh, and And it's New Orleans because I don't care if, New Orleans is 0-14 with two games left. If the two games are against us, they'll end up either 2-14 and or 1-15. It just it, it makes the, me nervous. It's the time. same mentality on why I was so worried at the end of the season when we were playing y'all last year in New Orleans. That game terrified me because I knew that it's something about seeing those two uniforms across from each other that brings something out of them like, I don't like them. We can't lose to them. And something comes out. And it, you throw the records out the window. And I know that sounds cliche, but you just you toss them out the window when you come to that point. That's just that's just how it is. Um, so, have, have, I, have, I, have I stated on this call that I hate the Saints? Did I say that? Um, I, oh, they had you on refer- Facebook. They'll learn in a few minutes. They will. And I, could, <laughs> I, I was also going to say that I could also point back to the post where you said, I absolutely hate the old Orleans ain't. Yes. Who comes up with that? The- Man, how to piss how to piss off a Saints fan in five in two seconds? Take off the S. Bobby knows every trick in the book to get under our skin. So, um, Bobby, we're gonna um, get you out of here on this one one last thing here. I appreciate you taking our time to come on our show with us. You know, because um, we've been trying to get you for a while, man. Um, Again, let the people know where they can find you, um, where they can find you guys. If you got any upcoming events or anything like that, let us know about that. And then also, uh, you guys are playing Houston tomorrow, so if you want to give a quick prediction on what you feel like is going to happen, you can do that as well. Go right ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, again, man, it's the Crush uh, Sports Show on uh, SSN ATL. That's the Station Station Network. Uh, you can catch us on SSNATL.com or the TuneIn app. Uh, search for Sensation Station Network. It's your, your man E. Glaze, Mace, and uh, yours truly, the Dark Knight, Bobby Jackson. Uh, we're there every Monday and Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Um, and catch us around the city. Um, the host will be doing a, um, a tailgate tomorrow down at uh, down at the Dome. So they'll be out and about with some of the fans and uh, doing a VIP tailgating. Uh, and word has it, I haven't got it signed in ink yet, but word has it that there are a few places after what we did at Sweet Lounge ATL um, that are offering uh, to have us come in and do a particular game that's going to be on a Thursday night. Um, hmm. And yeah. Uh-huh. So as soon as that gets official, uh, you guys will be the first to know because uh, we'd love to have you out, hang out with us. Um you can follow us you're on Facebook. Me, uh, you're not going to see me sweating in person, by the way. It's not happening. <laughs> I'll make sure. 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, The Crush, The Crush, The Crush. You know, that's where you'll find us. And as far as tomorrow, man, um, hey, there's no reason we shouldn't walk away two touchdowns, man. Um, I don't think Arian Foster, if he plays, I don't think he will. But if he does, I don't think he's going to be very effective. Um, that defense, still very hectic. You know, J.J. Watt can turn the game in a heartbeat. Uh, so, we, but I think we got enough weapons. And obviously, this is going to sound real weird. To have the the number one rated offensive line in the league right now is, is really bugging me out. I don't I don't really know how to say that, but that's that's what they're telling us. So we'll take it. Um, so they're going to get tested tomorrow. But I, I, I'm telling two touchdown wins. Let's call it that. I don't I don't understand the schedule makers. I just keep telling myself that playing division games right now. The Falcons are not playing division games right now. You just keep drawing these teams with these quarterback issues. You're playing Sam Bradford, who looks like a librarian, and then you got Romo ends up getting injured. And then you're playing uh, – who's the quarterback for the Texans? Mallet? Get out of here. And who's the um, – who, who was the team that uh, you all beat uh, after Philadelphia? It was uh, – Eli, New York. Oh, the Giants. Yeah, that – they're not even any good right now either. So, I don't know, man. But you, a win is a win. I guess that's how we got to look at it, unfortunately. Sometimes it's better to, be, better to be lucky than good. Well, I'll take anything at this point for the Saints <laughs> to get a win. But, Bobby, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on our little bonus episode that we're doing here tonight because we never usually talk sports, but we're taking this opportunity to, you know, shoot the breeze about it, man. So, I appreciate you coming through and uh hopefully uh we can talk again soon man but check him out the crush sports radio man thanks for coming last on mr thing. bobby jackson last thing you better tell Go matt ahead. ryan to do a, tell matt ryan to do good tomorrow i have to start him in fantasy that's all i have to say okay is it okay. nobody you'll, cares you'll, about your fantasy team <laughs> you'll get when three out of them when it's for money people should care i don't get paid to do this so fantasy is my money I will tell Matt you'll get three out of them tomorrow. Now I don't know if it's going to be three touchdowns or three picks, but you'll get three. Oh God! Look, just make sure Julio doesn't get hurt, okay? Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> so, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I, I I love your show. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. Keep grinding. It it's coming. I I, I see All it right, coming. Brother. Keep it going. Pre- appreciate it, same, man. Appreciate you coming All through. Right, All okay. right, that was. That was Bobby Jackson from the Crush Sports Radio. You guys got to check him out because that show. You go and you look at the pictures that they had from that watch party. They had a packed house in there for that. That show is gaining some big time. That show is gaining some big time momentum. So I'm, I'm happy for Bobby. I'm not ashamed to say that we've been friends for several years and, you know, that's my guy, and I'm happy for him. Tasting football teams, it's a little iffy, but he's good enough to where I can overlook that and call him a friend. So you guys are checking out the radio show. We're going to um, play um, another uh, underground uh, song here. It's a song from a uh, friend of the show, Detroit Black. All right, we're doing this militant thing talking about race and stuff, so we're going to play a song that deals with that, talking about rebels, talking about dealing with, uh, you know, the the situation with cops and everything. And when we come back, this little radio tease here, um, Easy and I are going to talk about, uh, well, we got a list of uh, a list here of uh, something that we want to read over with you guys. 
We're also going to tell you about what's coming on the show on Tuesday. And then we're going to do what we always end the show off with, and that's random. All right? So, again, you're listening to the one and only radio show. Where's Aaron? Come on. I did like the yeah. perfect segue, and it, just, and it just, the perfect segue, and it just played games with me. But check this out. It's Detroit Black Rebel on the radio show. Trayvon Martin, Freddie Gray, Mike Brown, Eric Garner, Samuel DeVos, Sandra Bland, Alice Green. Man, I swear this shit get old. All this fucking profiling. 
All these dirty ass cops, I ain't fucking with them hoes. They put their right hand up to God, then take a nigga soul. Free my niggas locked up, my whole crew in that bitch. From snatching runs to holding guns in public and shooting this shit. Lighting crud every day, I get high as fuck. The white light set up, I keep a pistol tuck. I'm a rebel dog, growing up in the city where they up in statues of devil's dog. This shit real, nigga. Every day at least ten niggas getting killed, nigga. So I stack, pray, and stay out the way, get money, dog, with them real niggas. I'm a real nigga. Tuesday, where we'll have our entire crew back, which is myself, 
M16, Easy, The Jerk, ATL Diva, and your boy Cujo. Um, you know, we just we get into a lot of like I said, it's like a it's like a conversation between five friends that you're more than welcome to listen in on. So that's what we got going on. Just wanted to let the listeners know about that. Now, all right, easy. Yeah. Segue into this. All right, uh, website menshealth.com, which by the way is an awesome website. They always got something going on on there, whether it's relationship questions or topics and stuff. It's just an overall fantastic website. They have a list of 25 douchey things you don't know you're doing. And I wanted to go through this list as quickly as we can to find out how many things that you and I both do on this list. And maybe people will say, well, hey, I do this too, and, and see what you think about it. So. Let, let's start with uh, with number one here, and this one is dear to my heart, my friend. Number one is you keep babbling about your fantasy football team. <laughs> I know, I know you hate that, but honestly, I, I really don't talk about my fantasy team that much unless it's with other people that play fantasy. I really don't. I really know people don't give a fuck about fantasy football, especially if they don't play it. So I try not to talk about it that much unless, you know, someone asks or someone else that plays in fantasy. But, yeah, that's, that's definitely something no one cares about, especially if they don't play. And I'm definitely not one of those guys that uh, talks about fantasy because I don't play. So I would be in the category of somebody who does not talk about fantasy football. And I think the guys that do that are douchebags. So, easy, you're a douchebag. All right. Hey, hold on. I don't even talk about it that much. Okay, so you're just a douchebag then. The hey, second you know one, what? fuck you, man. The the second one is, is that you call people nicknames like boss and champ. So <laughs> you, you know you you're like too cool to know anybody's <laughs> name, so everybody's hey, what's up, chief? What's up, boss? Hey, good to see you, champ. Hey, pal. And every grandpa in the world just got thrown under the bus with that one. <laughs> I don't know if you could see the article, but the guy who's doing that, he's giving, you know, the finger guns, you know, like, hey, what's up, Chief? The little finger gun. Might as well be doing jazz. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the guy that points at everybody and winks at the same time. Yeah. You, know, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. The, All right. That guy. So, no. Do do you do the boss and champ and pal and all that? Nah, man. I'm not a TV agent. Uh, all right. The next one is is that you have uh, you know how uh, people drive trucks and they have the uh, the nuts hanging from the back of the truck. <laughs> yeah, those people have problems. Is that on this list? We're gonna keep going. Ah, you keep the sticker on your fitted hat. Tell me you don't. Is I don't do it on purpose. I don't do oh. it on purpose. I, look, 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 I don't do it as a fashion statement. If I, if my sticker's on my hat, it's because I forgot to take it off. But why do people do that again? I, I don't know. It's just a guy did it and they saw another guy did it and they just keep doing it. It's awful. I, I think I, I think it's kind of like if you're wearing fake Jordans, like the sticker helps the public know that your hat is real. 
Maybe maybe that's I, it. I, I got some honorable mentions in here, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, the next one is is that you brag about not having cable. I'm not that guy because I need some cable in my life. But you know that one guy who's like, oh, what the what are you doing paying the cable company? I use these apps to do such and such. Yeah, I, I faithfully use cable. So, yeah, I'm not that guy. All right, the guy who grunts while lifting weights in the gym. That guy is a douchebag. And if you do it, you're a douchebag. I must say, look, we get it. You We know you lift a lot. We know you're strong. But you really don't have to let the whole gym know after every set. Stop it. You're just wasting breath. Here's a gym. You take selfies in the bathroom. Oof. You know, why do people do that again? Why the bathroom? I I, I don't get it. It's not even, I mean, uh, just don't do it. Let's just stop it all the way across the board. Let's just stop it all the way across the board. That's right. The girl. Yeah, good luck with that, man. Saying, the girl who's shaking her neck at me at at her at her computer screen right now, saying, "I take cute bathroom selfies." Just stop. Do it in front of. Close the door and come out and do it. If you got to take a selfie, do it outside the bathroom. Stop. All right. Next on the list, number eight. You tip the bare minimum. Now I know that's not you. Kid. No, no, I'm a college oh, kid, no. so if I did do that, a little, 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 sometimes you're on a budget. It's the thought that counts, right? Oh, my God. Here's another gem. This one's awesome. You wear your sunglasses indoors, and even worse, at night. No. If, if your name is not Dwayne... If your name is not Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you should not wear sunglasses indoors at any point in time. Right, unless you have a you know an eye problem because you know some people have issues where they have to wear a protective sun sunshade. But people that know me know I wear my shades everywhere I go, except indoors and in at night. Okay, pet peeve of mine. At night, you're going out to the club. Why are you wearing shades in the club? Like, first of all, you can't see anybody. And number two, you look dumb. Like, why do people do that? Question that plagues mankind. But I'm just, I thought you were uh-huh. on your way to saying it. I thought you were on well, your no, way I'm to saying it. You I mean, wore your just... Dude, no. And if I did, I would never admit that on the radio. <laughs> but I, But I've seen people do that. Like, they'll post up in the club, out there, whatever song's playing, with sunshades on. Like, what are you doing? Man, I, I equate that to wearing sandals with socks. Like, don't wear sandals and socks. I know that's not on the list. At least I don't think it is. Hey, guys, don't stop wearing sandals with socks, all right? Jesus what, didn't and, do and what, it. You shouldn't do it in either. What, in what world does that make sense? Hey, I got on some sandals. I should probably throw on some socks. The purpose of wearing sandals in the first place. Stop wearing sandals with socks. You look a fool. Here's the next one on the list. You're a name dropper. 
Everybody hates that guy. Wait, you said the, the name dropper? Yeah. Like, I, I know oh. I, I know Chris Brown's mother's cousin's driver's son's first cousin. That guy. <laughs> Any, anything to get into the spotlight. Yep. Here's the uh, next one. I was. Okay, go ahead. You wear sleeveless. Well, I don't know why they describe it like this, but you wear your the basketball jersey to NBA games, but you don't have a T-shirt on or under. So I guess you say you wear sleeveless, the sleeveless jersey to NBA games. Yeah, those people. Yeah, that. I, I, me personally, I don't like to wear my jerseys without like an OIT under. That's just me. Like, here's another gem. You keep empty liquor bottles and display them like trophies. Everybody. Got okay, a um, like that, man. I'm, oh, I'm no. that friend. I'm that friend. <laughs> I'm that friend. Uh, what the, now? This is he, this is gen, this is genuinely true. Like I cannot run away from this one because. If you walked in my apartment, like they are all on display in the kitchen. Oh. Like, I have to make I have to make uh. room. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be kidding yeah, me, I'm, man. I'm that guy. It's a college thing. <laughs> now, I don't think you're that guy with this next one, number thirteen here, that you text during dates. You don't strike me as that guy doing that. No, that is probably the worst thing any guy could do while he's on a date with a girl. Like I was gonna say, man. <laughs> nothing screams great first impression like texting while you're on the date. And that then, was sarcastic, of course. But then once you once you're married, you can sit there and text all day because you're not currently dating anymore. Um, okay, says so the married guy. Yes. Here's the here's the next one, and this guy makes everybody mad. And I'm not that guy, and I know you're not that guy. Cujo's not that guy. The jerk's not that guy because. They will, before they, we've been in an infinite, the three of us have been in, in like an infinite iMessage group text for like the last two years. And if somebody's getting ready to drop spoilers, they will take it to a different conversation. But the person who gives spoilers without warning needs a behind whooped. If you know I DVR'd the show, don't tell me about what happened. Just let me watch it, and then we can talk about it afterwards. But don't just thunder through and tell me, man, did you see uh, the last episode of uh, of uh, Ray Donovan, yeah, man? Did you see how? Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, 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 there's levels to this. Like like you said, man, have you did you watch the the uh, last episode of, uh, I don't know, uh, Prison Break? Yeah, no, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, look, man, it's really interesting. You really need to watch it ASAP so we can talk about it. End of discussion. Leave it at that. Do not go further. Don't. But man, everybody has all the time. Is, is, is always that guy. All right? All right. Here's number 15 and another great one. The guy that wears the cell phone holster. I hate that. You know, the guy who has it, but it's like up over his, like he puts his shirt over it so you can see that he's wearing it. That. Wait, wait. Are we talking about like the phone clip? Are we talking about yes, like the phone on the side of the belt? Yes, that. 
I can see why people do that. Like, I mean, if you wear dress pants all the time and you have a big phone, like, that, that's just really uncomfortable in your pocket. Do you have one? For one of my old phones. I have a small oh, phone now, but I don't need it. Hey, at least I'm being honest. I feel it. like some of these you, you haven't been honest about. I, I've been completely honest. All right, here's the next one here. You ask your friends to watch this super quick, super funny video on YouTube, except it's the longest, least funny video on YouTube. I'm kind of that guy <laughs> in Cujo and I, because we, we send each other, see, you ask, we send each other uh, YouTube videos like all day, like, oh, man, check this out. Like, oh, take a look, yeah. And you know it's true, because we we, we're all guilty of that. Number 16 is we're all guilty of right. those. <laughs> Right, but I, I, have, I mean, there's that one friend. No, there, come on. You have the one friend that, like, every time he tells you about this funny video, it's not funny. <laughs> it's only oh, funny. Oh, man, check him. it out. Here, here it comes. Here it comes. We're, but we're all guilty of that. Like, everybody is guilty of that in the land of, uh, you know, social media. We're we're guilty of it. I mean, I, I, bottom line, we can just move to the next one. Um, I don't like this one. But I'm going to read it anyway. It says that you sing old indie songs at karaoke. So that means I guess you're singing your own original songs at a karaoke. Yeah, neither one of us do that because I, I, I rap, I don't sing, and I'm definitely not singing karaoke. Uh, karaoke is right? kind of weird anyway. Um, uh, number 19 is that you give uh, uh, unsolicited advice. Um, uh, people, people, The people that don't ask for it. <laughs> yep. Depends. Sometimes you need it. Oh, this one here is perfect. Number 19. I just talked about this on Tuesday. You Instagram slash Facebook slash tweet everything you eat. You go to hell. Stop posting. Go to hell. Okay. Your 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 piece of shit food is not gourmet. Whoever lied to you needs to be killed. You listen to Matter of fact. Matter of fact, the people that comment on these pictures and say how good it looks and how they would destroy that, stop. I want you to listen to me very carefully because I'm going to enunciate. You, person who continuously posts your food that is not good looking, you go to hell, okay? There's a section off velvet rope place for you in hell. You go there, okay? Thank you. Ah, here's another one. You sign your email like you have these, like, cheer. Man, you ever been to England before? Who says cheer? They say cheers. Man, we're from Louisiana. Where's somebody saying cheers out there where everything is say, bruh? Say, bruh. Come on, man. Man, look, you either put sincerely, best, or thanks. Man. You've gotten an email where somebody signed it saying cheers? Man, you would be amazed at some of the things people sign their email with, including some of the ones we get at this show. I'm trying to move this along here fast because I don't want to – I mean, I think this this list is interesting. I, I, you know, I hope the listeners find it interesting as well. Yeah, oh, this, here's another this one. is hilarious. Okay. Here's another one. Oh, no, you no. still call shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> what are we in high school? 
I have friends that do this faithfully. Uh, oh, man. Oh, my God. As soon as we get off the show, I'm good. you're going to have to send me the link to this article, and I'm putting it in a group chat. Um, it's actually, if you check the, um, if you check the, it's in the trash on the, uh, the go, I'm calling it go radio. We're not go radio. It's in the trash section of the radio show email. So if you check that, it's in there. Oh man. All well, right. That one was great. Uh, it's, it's so perfect. The next one is, is that. Uh, at a concert, you wear the shirt of the band you're there to see. I don't know how. I... More laughter. <laughs> because every time, come on, you, you you know, like you describe somebody and then the, the name of that person or the face of that person just pops in your head. The last yeah, thing, this is what's happening. That's why I'm laughing. So we're just clearly saying we know this is not us. Uh, I don't know if this one applies to us because I don't know how many brothers was watching Borat, but you still quote Borat. I don't know if that fits for what we got going on. We're just going to skip over that one. And the last one on the list here is that you buy jeans with holes in them. Yeah. Uh, Unless you're buying them from like a thrift store or something, that's not cool. 25 douchey things. So you go through that list. If you've done more than one of those, then you can join that person who's posting their food. You know where you can go. You're welcome. All right, Easy. You know what we do at the close of uh, every show is that we play the game that is uh, sweeping the nation. All right? That's just sweeping the nation. You know what it yeah. is? Yeah, we, we have not used the horn that much tonight. We we haven't. We we t- we've been doing a lot a lot more talking, and that's probably because Cujo ain't running the board, and that's that's probably why. So let's go ahead and get into random here. So what's on your mind? I'm pretty sure after we get off, I missed the spot while I was shaving. So I need to cut that piece off. <laughs> Idiot. All right. You know, what happens sometimes is that um, with this random thing, it might be something simple as just me scrolling down my Facebook timeline. So, okay, people, I really want you to stop checking in at the hospital when you're sick, okay? I want you to stop with the selfies looking sick or trying to look sick in the picture you know just, <laughs> you take all that time you're posting just to get well okay just go get well alright stop <laughs> I have spoken okay I'm glad you brought that up because and we can end the show on this that person that you're talking about and the one that takes pictures after funerals or before funerals those people bother me. If you have enough time to post that you're sick and you're going to the hospital or that your child is sick or that you're going to whoever funeral, I I, I, I can't see the sincerity in the post. I can't. Because you have time yeah. to go, you know what? 
you know what? I'm sick. Let me post about it on Facebook. Or, oh, I'm sad. Let me let people know on Facebook that I'm sad. Like, what is wrong with you? What are your where are your priorities? Or, or the fact that you take the time, like I said, that you're sick and you take a selfie, trying to look ill to get across the point, even though you checked in at the hospital that you're sick. Or, or the one, or the one that posts the photo of their bracelet, which sometimes has their medical insurance information on it. Those people are fine. Yep. Yeah, please. Come on, man. Come on. And then, I know that we usually only do one, but it's just us two. It's not the entire panel here. So I actually have another one that just comes to mind. Hey, you. People who stand around after work after and, and talk after being together all day in the first place. Um, what were you doing for the last eight hours when y'all were sitting by each other? Y'all didn't have enough to talk about then? Go home. You've been complaining about wanting to go home all day and you stand in the parking lot for 45 minutes yapping? Go home. Sorry, man. Okay, my last one. I'm angry. My last one since you brought up work. Um, to the boss that goes up to the worker and tries to make them do work when there's no work to do and wherever you're working at is dead. Why make them do work? Like, I'd rather just sit there and do... I'd rather have my employees sit there and do nothing than to sit there and pretend to look productive. Like, come on. I guess we have spoken. And there you have this week, or not this week, because we're coming back on Tuesday, but tonight's random. Yeah. Woo! I hate it when I press the buttons and it don't work right away. Boy, I tell you, blog talk. I pressed the button on this thing like, I don't know, probably 30 seconds ago. And it's still, it's still just, let's try it again. Come on. Come on. Trying to play the air horn and stop the music and it just, uh, whatever. Whatever. There you go. All right, well, that was yeah. a nice random. So, again, we will be back on Tuesday, 8 o'clock, our usual slot. We're going to be talking to R&B singer Tasha LeRae, and we're going to play her song called Secrets. If you have not heard this song, if you go back and listen to previous episodes, I can't remember, I can't tell you which ones they are, but I know we played her song a few times. But if you can't go back and listen to those podcasts, check us out on Tuesday. We're going to talk to her, and we're going to play this song, and I'm telling you, you're going to be wondering where you can go buy it once you hear it. It's that theory. All right? And, and so the, again, the easy rendition is just as great. No, it's terrible. So, again, thanks to Big Debo for coming through. Thanks to Bobby Jackson. Easy, this was fun, man. Um, I can't lie to you and say we're probably not going to be uh, doing no show this late at night anymore. But it was fun while we did it. Got to give the people what they want, man, if they request it. It did. I mean, people were asking, you know, when we might possibly go to two days. I wouldn't, I, I don't know. We we got to see. We're still establishing ourselves and everything. But we'll, we'll check into that and we'll let you know what's going on. The podcast for the show will be available in about 15 minutes once the show is over. We will post that on the Facebook page so you can check it out in case you missed anything. All right? So, again, EZ, this was cool, man. I'm, I, I don't understand what's going on with the with the uh, with the board, I, I I had something that I wanted to I had something it, that I wanted it, to play. It, it, it's okay, we'll we'll fix it for next time. Oh wait a minute, I, I see what's going on with this. This is the reason why I was doing that. 
Well, no, I mean, it needs to be available because you got to be able to, you know, we got to be able to post the uh, the podcast and everything, so it needs to be working. But, um, yeah, anything else that you wanted to uh, get out there before we get out of uh, the people's hair here? Uh, yeah, special shout-out to our guest again. Uh, shout-out to Bobby. Shout-out to Big Devo. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you guys. Yeah, we'll we appreciate see you guys on Tuesday. So definitely uh, feed appreciate them. that. Because we just wanted to, like I said, this this show, this bonus episode that we're doing, that we did tonight, now that it's over, is because you guys have shown us nothing but love and support since we started doing this. And the fact that, like I said, it's been, what, like I said, it's over a 1,000 downloads. I mean, man, we're just this little, not even local little, you know, I don't I don't even know what we are, are at this point. But the fact that people are invested and they like what we're doing, uh, it means a lot, and we definitely appreciate that, and we just don't try to keep building on that. So we definitely appreciate that. So check us out on Tuesday. Oh, check out our website, our website. It's the radio show dot weebly dot com. So you can put names to faces, all right? So check us out on Tuesday. See y'all, easy. Appreciate it, man, for hanging out, man. This was fun. It was fun. And uh, for all these people that podcast, you know, you're welcome. We'll catch y'all later.